It's Wednesday, November 7th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from New Delhi, India. I am here today with Josh Caldwell, and Josh is our international director uh, who oversees all of our international programs, both international adoption as well as orphan care. And a big purpose of our trip has been to uh, really engage a little bit more deeply with our church partners, as well as to engage more deeply with several of the orphanage partners that we have, uh, both from a, a government standpoint for adoption, but also with those that our believers, uh, to be able to encourage them, equip them, and work more closely with them. And so uh, just a quick highlight of where we've been and where we're going. So we have been to Bangalore and worked with a local church there in Bangalore. And uh, there was a major uh, organization in the United States that uh, decided to pull out of India and left this church and uh, uh, this community uh, without some support. But it's been awesome to see the church rise up and through the ingenuity of the pastor and others in the community, they're being able to help these children again. But they're in need of of just training and in need of support. And so it was such a blessing to be able to spend time uh, with this ministry in Bangalore. We also were able to visit uh, one of our families was coming to visit their child who had just had an open heart surgery and to be able to be a part of uh, seeing a family meet their child for the first time. Uh, we traveled then to Chennai where we worked with Steps Home for the Girl Child and Steps has been a partner of Lifelines for the last five years and uh, we were able to actually partner with Steps to do a caregiver training for several of the orphanages in the Chennai area and the state uh, that Chennai is in of India and just just uh, had 35 different homes that were represented, both homes that were coming from Hindu backgrounds as well as Christian backgrounds, and were able just to share our caregiver training education uh, that is obviously from a biblical worldview, and able, honestly, just to, in, in, the awesome thing was to see Hindu women coming up and saying they wanted more information and how the training had touched them. Uh, and then we spent yesterday in Calcutta and had the opportunity to visit uh, the orphanage that Mother Teresa started to talk a little bit more about partnership with them, as well as several other orphanages in Calcutta. And uh, a highlight for me was to be able to go to Cary Baptist Church, the church that William Cary, uh, the great missionary to India and the father of the modern missions movement started here in Calcutta. Uh, and then uh, today we are in New Delhi and we'll be here to round out our trip as we have another caregiver training and just working closely with the government and with other orphanage partners. So, so Josh, I guess just first, just starting, we have seen just a, an influx of families that are opening, open to adopting from India. And that was the very first thing we did off the plane. Uh, literally, we got off the plane and we met a family meeting their child for the first time, a family that, oh, the Lord had so intimately wrapped. The mom was uh, a neonatal uh, nurse. She had taken care of heart babies, and here they are adopting this heart baby. Talk a little bit more about the India adoption process, how people can get involved, and, and how we've seen that grow. Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, it really is an amazing opportunity to, to meet a family while in country. Um, I've been on that side of it, of seeing, of being a family, and uh, going through that process, and just really encouraged by the families that are in our process for India. Um, 
India is a program that is growing. It's a program that is a special need program. A lot of questions that we get about the India program are like, what are the, what age of children are available? What are the, what are the needs and those kind of things? And so I really like to just share that for just a minute is, you know, we, we see anywhere from six months old to um, up to 10 years old that are available for adoption in India and even older. Um, but primarily we're seeing that, um, you know, under 10 years old um, and primarily with some kind of need, some kind of medical need or some kind of special need. Um, but those needs can vary um, very, very largely. Those needs can be vision or hearing impairments or heart conditions, uh, limb differences or blood conditions, some kind of developmental delays. There's all kind of different types of need from minor to severe. Um, but we are really seeing this as an opportunity for believers, um, missional Christian families to care for children that do have a need um, of some kind. And a lot of the needs are correctable medically um, and are able to, like this family who was adopting a child that had a heart condition. And so it's just amazing how, how the, the Lord knit this family together. And we pray that the Lord knits families together like this similarly in the future. So if you are a family that is thinking about adoption or interested in an adoption program would really like for you to consider thinking through India. India is a place um, that that is growing, and and we're seeing the process move forward. And one one of the other things, Herbie, that is really helping I think this India process grow is the the age requirement for families is um, between twenty five and fifty five years old, married for two years. The requirements really are in a place where um, many many families can start to enter that process where some of our other programs, you have to be maybe a little older or you have to be married a little longer. Um, you know, there's definitely requirements that you need to think through, but it's also a program that allows you as a younger couple to enter the adoption process. Yeah, and so obviously this is National Adoption Month. And so uh, we will have Orphan Sunday uh, this Sunday in most of our churches. Other churches will do it throughout the month of November. Uh, but Josh, we're also, for anyone that applies during the month of November, uh, we have a little special gift for them for uh, National Orphan uh, for, for National Orphan Month, for, for um, Orphan Sunday being on, on Sunday. So tell a little bit about what families that apply during November will receive as a special gift from Lifeline for their application. Yeah, we, we wanted to do something special this November because of National Adoption Month and with Orphan Sunday. And, and this is a big push time for us where we see families that just really feel called to start the adoption process and want to get started and this is a great month for them to do so so we are going to give away a couple books and a t-shirt we're giving away uh, counterculture by david platt this is a book that really helps um, families just think through different uh it's it's the subtitle is following christ in an anti-christian age and one of the sections in there is about orphan and vulnerable children and it's about adoption and um, really think it's an important book um, in our culture and where we are today. Um, another book that's really important right now is uh, for adoptive families. It's called 30 Days of Hope for the Adoptive uh, Parent, and that's from Jennifer Phillips. We're giving that book away as well. And we believe those two books are really going to help encourage, help um, give you scriptural background and, and things that you need as a newly adoptive parent. Um, those are really important foundational things. And then the third book is really a lot of, of practical helps because we know that many, many adoptive families 
one of their hesitancy in moving forward in the process is financial. And so we're giving a book away called You Can Adopt Without Debt by Julie Gum. And this is really a, a practical how to adopt, um, do it without debt. And it's really uh, creative ways to cover the adoption cost. And it's really an incredible book because it helps you walk through and she gives you a plan of how to walk through the adoption process with grants and loans and uh, finding finding affordable ways to make adoption possible. So really kind of hitting both things of an encouragement from a spiritual nature, from support, and then also from the financial aspect, and then uh, a t-shirt. So we want to be able to give you something fun as well. Um, so any family that applies, um, and if you are interested in applying, you can go to uh, lifelinechild.org slash apply, um, or you can go on our Facebook page. We also have a webinar coming up on Sunday night of Orphan Sunday, um, and you can go to our website, find out more about that. Anytime you want to go to a webinar, those are really a great opportunity for you to learn more. You can go to our website, and you can check out events. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, and a lot of times we have those events posted there where you can learn more information about international adoption. And I think for those who maybe have already adopted or are listening to this podcast because they have experienced adoption, if you have friends or family members that would benefit from either this uh, gift uh, in November or the webinars, please make sure that you share that information with them. And so uh, really also on our trip, Josh, we uh, had the opportunity to train these caregivers. And one of the, the, the blessings that we've been able to see is obviously India, and, and we really even experienced that yesterday the most. It's such a dark place. We were in Calcutta yesterday, and just to see the darkness, not just because of the poverty, but just because of the spiritual poverty and the bankruptcy. And uh, we have been here in India during the Diwali, which is the Festival of Lights, but uh, to see the, the hopelessness, really, um, in a lot of ways, and uh, hanging on to, to false hope, uh, one of the just the blessings I believe out of the caregiver training that the Lord has allowed us to do um, in and throughout India as well as other nations is that this is a curriculum that is so powerful because it's needed, it's um, very practical, it's uh, high, uh, high, high concepts, but on a very simple and basic level. But it's also a, a curriculum that's, that's sowing gospel seeds. I mean, we start from the very beginning and onset. Uh, that's Psalm 139, that, that these children that we are serving were created and formed and made in the image of their creator. Um, and I know even yesterday or, or the day in Chennai when we were able to do the caregiver training, we talked about that we have a beginning and an end, and it's not about the beginning or the end, but what we do in the middle that's going to count. And so uh, just talk a little bit, Josh, about uh, just your experience doing the caregiver training here in India, and I know that you've also been able to participate that with that in China and Ethiopia and other places as well. Yeah, yeah our caregiver training really is a, um, an incredible opportunity just to take kind of take a step back with a group of caregivers or social workers or counselors that are helping children directly or indirectly in those orphanages and uh, or foster homes or foster systems and be able to take a step back and really help them understand what trauma looks like what the brain development is for a child that's from trauma or uh, just looking at uh, the ways that those effects on children and their behavior and what are some things that we can do practically and and I really do think it's important because uh, we even had a, a lady stand up in our training yesterday 
or day before yesterday who who said, you know, this is all really great information. We're really thankful and we're really happy to learn more and more and more. But we do also realize and understand that the Lord is who heals children's hearts. And I, I just believe that um, also with all of our heart, that as we're teaching these, we believe that God gave us the skills to learn more about children, their brain, their brain development, child development, and how we can teach others about those things but we also rely on the Lord's work and his handiwork in helping children to heal and so it's a really important perspective um, to have as we're walking through this and we would love to continue to to see this uh, idea of caregiver training training people around the world to better care uh, for children in their where they are uh, is going to be going to be awesome so we're we're praying and we would ask that you would pray with us pray for open doors for the future pray for opportunities to expand to pray for um, people that will come alongside us and train with us um, on uh, the indigenous leaders that will speak up and train with us um, in these countries that we're in especially in india here and is and that is a specific prayer request that you can pray with us about is the future of our caregiver training in India and how we can partner with organizations and individuals to see that caregiving training go forward. And then I know certainly we were able to visit uh, Mother Teresa's home and the home that she started as well as to, to see her room and, and just be a part and to have the sisters take us through uh, that orphanage. That was, a I think, a special time in Calcutta. Uh, but I think for both of us, as special as that was, it was also special to go to William Carey's church that he started in 1809. And uh, I tell you this, the, the blessing for me was to see an Indian pastor, an Indian staff uh, that was there now at this church. And uh, it reminded me of something, you know, that William Carey had said. William Carey was the one uh, that actually, he, he said this, this is how he was quoted. He said, you have been speaking about William Carey, but when I am gone, say nothing about William Carey, speak only about William Carey's savior. And to see that that was being done at this church that bears his name is, this church is being used right in the middle of Calcutta uh, to to bring people uh, to the gospel. There's a huge banner on top of it that says Jesus saves. And uh, just to even go, and as we were touring, we realized that they had a children's program. We were able to sit down with the, the members of uh, that, that children's program that are helping put that on. And it, it was just so humbling because this is the mission of, of Lifeline is to, to equip the local church, to equip the indigenous church, to equip the body of Christ, to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children, and to know that here we were going to see this place that, that one of our heroes in the faith uh, had been and had planted William Carey, but then to see that that legacy was still living on because the gospel was rich and alive. And it just reminds us that no matter where we are, if we're in India uh, or if we're at home in the United States or if we're in any country around the world, the, the thing that is always going to last is the body of Christ. We, we have the promise of God that says that we will last. And that's why we're on mission here in India to equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. So we would just ask that 
you would continue to pray for us, uh, that you continue to pray for the ministry of Lifeline. And we hope that in the days and weeks to come that we will be able to give you even more updates about how you can get involved or engage with our India program. Obviously, Josh talked about adoption, but there's also ways to get involved with our trips. We actually have a trip back to India that will happen in January, as well as many other trips throughout 2019. And so you can always go to our unadopted page on our lifelinechild.org website uh, to look up trips. We will be adding more trips to our India program, uh, particularly to Chennai and to Bangalore and to Delhi. And uh, we just really uh, see uh, the Father opening up doors for us uh, with the government as we have seen favor to be able to do more than just adoption here in India, which is our heart and which is our prayer. And even as we were able to talk to several of these believers and uh, to these local churches, but also to these caregivers and to these orphanage leaders. Our hope and our prayer is that one day the church in India would raise up at such a place that they would be able to ultimately adopt, take care of, and care for the orphan and vulnerable children in their midst so that the glory of the gospel could be known through the body of Christ, the local indigenous body of Christ, to the people of India. And, and just even one, I guess, last closing remark as I think our brother Rufus who also lives in Chennai and another one of our partners love this brother and just the, the journey that the Lord has taken him on but he is now ministering uh, to unreached peoples uh, here in India and he came back from the United States and from Dubai to India because he knew that there was a need in India for Indian believers to be speaking and spreading the name of Jesus and so let's let's pray that the Lord would embolden, enlighten, and encourage more people like Rufus and, and Isaac and um, all of those that we have met throughout our time here in India to ultimately make disciples of Jesus as they care for orphans and as they manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.